First of all, thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. And can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are? Sure. Uh, my name is Natalie Schaefer. I'm the director of choirs here at Emory & Henry. I'm also a music professor, and I am in my second year here. And you guys have a performance coming up. Part of the Human Heart mm -hmm. is what it's called. Can you talk us through kind of each choir that's going to be involved in it and their role sure. in the performance. Yeah. So um, we have two choirs that are made up of students and then we have a community choir and our community choir is actually going to open the concert. They are a kind of new ensemble. We started up uh, the spring semester of last year and it has faculty members, staff members, community members, and a lot of alumni. So it's a pretty cool ensemble. We meet once a week on Tuesday nights from 630 to 830 and people are welcome to join us at any time. They will open up the concert with kind of one of our most traditional pieces on the concert, a German piece by Mendelssohn called Fairlions Frieden. And then they follow that up with Loch Lomond, a Scottish piece that a lot of people will probably be familiar with the melody of. That one has a solo in it that's one of our other um, music professors, Dr. Ryan Whittington, has a tenor solo in that. And their last piece is Baba Yetu, which is in Swahili. And it's actually from a video game. The composer, Christopher Ten, wrote it for Civilization Four, and it ended up winning a Grammy. So it's a pretty well-known choral piece. They're all quite different. And um, the kind of the idea behind the whole concert is the human heart. We all have similar experiences, no matter kind of where we're living or what country we're in, what cultural upbringing we've had. So most of our pieces either explore spirituality, food, and community making, um, or love. So we get one of each with their set right off the top. Um, and then the second part of the concert is a mixture back and forth between the, the concert choir, which is a non-audition group. Anyone can be in that, all students. And our chamber singers, which is an audition group. So some of the pieces will just be concert choir, some are just chamber singers, and then some they do together because we did a Latin American event at Radford University earlier this semester, and we're bringing some of those pieces back with us to do here. Um, so their function is kind of, we're going to explore some Indian songs, um, and they don't have a large choral history, so the voices are imitating instruments, and it's cool and fast and hard. Um, and then lots of Latin American things, things from Brazil and Cuba, and a piece about the Puerto Rican uh, Hurricane Maria after it came through and their response to that. Um, and we also have some pieces kind of speaking about what's currently happening in Israel and Palestine. And we've had some really interesting in-class discussions about current events in all of the countries that we are presenting music from. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, my understanding is that this is a culmination of a semester of yeah. work. Yes. Um, and so how, like, what's the rehearsal process like? Mm. How does it start and how does it get here? That's a good question. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a weird balance that I try to strike between, like, days that we're really hitting music hard, days that we're talking about the artistic or poetic expression in the song, and then days that we're kind of engaging with learning about cultural, musical traditions, or current events in these places. So we started way back in like the second week of August. Um, concert choir meets twice a week for 50 minutes at a time, both times. And then chamber singers meets twice a week for an hour and a half. So there's, um, I try to break up the rehearsal. We hit at least four pieces um, each rehearsal. And we kind of work chunks and then put the chunks together to make the bigger picture. 
of each piece. Yeah, so the music for this, is it handpicked or is it kind of already put together? No, it's handpicked by me. <laughs> so I'm all about, I like collaborative music making. Um, so like if I pick something that I can feel like they're really not enjoying, I would totally reevaluate that. And we talk as the process is going on, but um, that's kind of the only place I get to be a dictator. So I enjoy a little bit of that selection process. And I wanted to pick things that were both familiar musical traditions, like the things that are German, French, Scottish. Those are like sound experiences that we're used to as Western Americans, Western influenced people. But then when we get into the Israeli things, some of the African things and definitely the Indian things, those are not like harmonies we're used to. They're not like Indian music doesn't use scales. It uses rags instead. So learning a completely different way of putting a song together is challenging and I didn't want to make everything hard and not relatable but I didn't want it uh, it to be not a challenge as well so it's handpicked and I also take into consideration what uh, what talents my students have like what I can show I have a tenor that loves overtone singing that's not a skill everyone has I can't overtone sing but so I picked Dwee Javanti our Indian piece to showcase him I've got a couple really high sopranos that can just soar. So I picked a Mexican piece with a descant that's like a little Spanish woman, like dancing kind of is what it sounds like, to let those sopranos show off. Um, and then I've got some really talented low basses, so I picked some things that have some really low notes for them. Yeah. And I suppose my last question is, what do you want your students to take away from this performance and also just kind of the being in a choir itself? I think I always want them to realize that the process is so much more important to me than the product. Of course, I want us to get on stage and do a good job, and I want them to be proud of it. Um, But it's not about perfect notes and everything being the best ever. It's about, did you relate to this? Did you have fun? Are there ways that we make music in our everyday life that's similar to these traditions across the world? Um, And letting them support one another and like knowing that this kind of shows off this person's voice or that person's voice or this section and being proud of the whole group. Um, And I'm really, I'm lucky because I have amazing students that are there and supportive for each other. And there's not a lot of that competition or Terry Downey stuff. We just don't do that. And I'm really grateful that that'll come out on stage too. Yeah. Yeah. So this performance is November 5th Mm -hmm. at 7.30 p.m. in the McLaughlin Center for the Arts, and I can't wait to come see it. I'm very excited. I know some people in the choir. Um, And is there anything else you would like to add? Well, I would say also we have opera coming up, opera scenes and musical theater scenes. Some of the same students that are in choir in that, so maybe come check that out. It's the following week. And and also we're going to announce our destination for our 2025 International Choir Tour at the concert. So... Stay yeah, tuned. Dun, dun, dun. That's very exciting. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Here.